breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am live in the clayedwardshow.com studios here on 103.9 WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center right down there in Crystal Springs. Hey, man, look, if you are looking for a vehicle in that ten dollars to $15,000 range, uh, you, you, your credit's hit a little bump in the road, they can get you taken care of. If uh, you got great credit, they can obviously get you taken care of. If you're just looking to pay cash, of course, they can get you taken care of. And here's the cool thing. Uh, not only do you get a good, dependable vehicle from a great from a great company, it's going to a great cause, which is Mercy House Teen Challenge. Uh, they're helping put fathers back in homes, beat addiction, and uh, get our communities back right. These dudes are boots on ground, doing the dang thing. And uh, here's another cool thing: if you got a vehicle in your yard, running or not, you want to donate, they will come tow that vehicle off for you at no expense. Just uh, obviously, if you're donating the car, they're not going to tell you to come. They're going to they're not going to pay charge you to come get it. You just got to have the title so they can resell it. And here's even a better part: you get the tax write off. <clears throat> they have like two different options available, and one of them is <clears throat> um, if you defer your your uh, your tax rebate or your your tax write off, you can get it for what they sell the vehicle for. So. Maybe that car was only worth a couple grand if you sold it or or whatnot, but if you get the tax write off and they turn around, they sell it for ten grand. And I, again, I'm just using round numbers here. You know, I'm not saying there's eight thousand dollars in markup on on vehicles, but you know, once you once you you know go take one from not running to running and get it cleaned up and all that, you know, the value can go up several thousand dollars. You know, so let's just say a, a five thousand, whatever. You get the full write off of that amount that they sell it for. And look, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm going to beat this horse till I can't beat it no more. That is like money in the bank, not having to give the government your money. You getting to keep your money, uh, especially, you know, you're a 1099 or self-employed or whatever, and you pay in taxes. Anytime you can keep them suckers from getting your money and sending it to Ukraine or Jackson or wherever else, that's a good day at the office. Sign Clay up for that. Start donating everything just to keep them from getting it. You can check them out online before I go on my tangent here. Check them out online at mercyhouseautocenter.com. Again, they specialize in ten dollars to $15,000 cars. And Man, I'm telling you, as a guy that sells cars for a living, that's a hard market to find good, dependable cars in. And uh, they got them right out there in Crystal Springs at Mercy House Auto Center. Uh, shout out to um, <clears throat> Damien this morning. Chimed in on my on the Guns and Gear text line on Facebook. There, I, I call it all the Guns and Gear text line. By the way, whether you text my phone, the Guns and Gear text line, my Facebook, whatever, it's the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, he, he gave me a nice little little word, uh, nice words this morning. He was like, "Hey, good stuff on the show this morning. I needed that, and uh, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Sometimes the motivational stuff." inspirational stuff, you know, kind of falls on deaf ears. I get it ain't for everybody. I ain't no Joel Osteen, <laughs> but I do believe that people are all going through stuff. And sometimes you never know where people are at in their struggle or in their life. And sometimes it's a look into my, what I got going on in the mind. Sometimes, you know, I've made mistakes and I need to talk about them. So, you know, that's what I get to do. This is two hours of therapy every morning for me. So, but hey, with that said, get you a good friend that you can talk to. 
Get rid of those toxic ones and get you a good one that you can talk to about stuff. I've been blessed to uh, have a few. Um, this weekend, I went over with my friend's birthday. We rode over to Vicksburg. Man, I, I tell you what, what a difference. And I, again, the mayor over there is an idiot. I know some of y'all like him. I don't. I ain't one of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Anybody that that put a curfew on its on its citizens and made them wear masks and all that because of COVID, you're you ain't you ain't nothing to me. But I guess he's got out of the way a little bit and let the people with the money in town do their thing downtown. Um, how cool is downtown Vicksburg? I'm gonna tell y'all a 40 minute drive from Brandon to Vicksburg. I ain't got to tell y'all. Y'all know how quick it is to get to Vicksburg. It might as well be a world away. And I know that it's got its rough spots over there. But all of Jackson's a rough spot. Man, we went to 10 South. Shout out to my boy Nick and his girl Crystal that run the place. Took great care of us. The 10-10 on the food and the service. 10-10-10. Food, service, atmosphere. And add another 10 for the view. Then we went down to a Key City Brewery right downstairs there in the next building next door to it. Got some of the most amazing beer, and I did that on my buddy that works for Southern Beverage here. He said, hey, man, even if you're mad at Bud, find a find a, a local. I kept saying that. I was like, find y'all one of their their uh, craft beer um, brands that may be good. Well, he recommended Key City, which is right over in Vicksburg. He said, we distribute it here. I'm going to tell you, if you like the blonde-type beers, you know, like um, like a Blue Moon, for example, if you like something like that, Try the Key City Mississippi Queen. My goodness. That was awesome. I think I drank four of them. And then they also have a cheesecake beer. Yeah, I said it. You heard me right. A cheesecake beer. Strawberry cheesecake. Strawberry cheesecake beer. I got a little sip of it. I wasn't committing to a whole strawberry cheesecake beer. I forget the name of it. But, uh. You can find it. Trust me. Go go to their Facebook page, Key City Brewery, Brewing, something like that, and check it out. But then we ended up down at, we just kind of did the whole walk around Vicksburg thing. We ended up down at um, the Biscuit Company. How cool is that place? If you've been there, you know. They got that real old-fashioned bar at the beginning, at the front of it when you walk in. Or you walk in on the side, but... And then you go around kind of downstairs, down around a corner, back upstairs, around another corner, and boom, there's like this whole little uh, bar slash club. It's got a guy on stage playing the acoustic guitar. It's got this really nice old wood bar in there. The whole deal was just really neat. <clears throat> we finished the night over at the Ameristar, watched uh, Pop Fiction play a little bit at the Bottleneck, and uh, came on back home. Beat, <laughs> did not beat the late night tornado or hurricane or thunderstorm or whatever it was that came through. But uh, that last um, 20 minutes of the drive from about Jackson to Brand downtown Brandon was rough. Your boy, your boy almost had to pull over. Uh, definitely rough. But anyway, just a good night. Really good night. I recommend. I just tell you all that to say, you know, get over to Vicksburg too. We got a great little, we got some great places around here. But if you're looking for something fun to do, you want to get out and feel safe walking around a downtown area. Um, I didn't see any riffraff. Uh, it seemed safe. I enjoyed it. And uh, I think you should, too. A little free plug to all them over there. Uh, convention, visitors, and uh, Vicksburg, can visit, blah, 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 blah. Vicksburg Convention and Visitors Bureau. 
If y'all would like to uh, send Clay Edwards a check, you can email me, clay at wyab.com, and I will give you my mailing address. Um, unknown texture here on the Guns and Gear text line says, regardless of political views, Vicksburg doing better than Jackson. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that was my whole point of that. Vicksburg definitely doing better than Jackson. Sometimes if you just get out the way and let business folks make business decisions and, you know, don't try to wokeify everything, money goes where it feels safe. At, at the end of the day, we talk about that a lot on here. Money goes where money feels safe. Money don't feel safe in Jackson. And, I, you know, and I, again, I question the sanity of some of these businesses I hear opening up, moving to opening up a Jackson location. You know, I get it. I get that the Fondren still got that name capital. But, man, I, if, if I'm looking to expand, and, and look, I know sometimes you got to expand when the cards are down. Hey, man, we can get this. Uh, that spot's available. Um, it ain't going to be available long, and we can get it cheaper than we ever thought we could. But don't ever forget Don't ever forget. there's a reason why it's empty. There's a reason why you're getting it as cheap as you possibly can. I just, I, man, if something drastic don't happen in Jackson in the next three to four years, we're going to look at Fondren. Just like uh, different generations look at West Capitol Street or downtown or uh, my generation, McDowell Road, Westland Plaza from my dad's generation. We're going to say, man, I remember when that, I remember when everybody, hell, County Line Road. Let's do one more recent. Highway 80 by the Metro. The the Metro. It's a new, it's a new city landfill. You know, it don't take a generation for this to happen. The things you don't think the the this too big to fail. It, it nothing's too big to fail except uh big banks apparently. Let's take a break. We'll be right back live on 103.9 WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards show. Let's go. Let's jump into this. I got an email last night from a lady. Mm-hmm. And I I'll be honest, I get a lot of stuff that oh, comes yeah, me at too. me yeah. and and th- this one kind of jumped out at me. She she made it. And let me tell you what she did to get me. She actually wrote up. She didn't just send everything. She wrote a quick little paragraph giving me the, the bullet points of what happened. Yes. And I was like, okay, thank you. It took a minute to read that. Piqued my interest. Let's go to the rest of it. That's the best strategy if you're trying to get a journalist. Don't just send me a YouTube link. Don't just send me 15 pages of court documents. You know, tell me what it's about. And that's what she did because I, I got an email like that, too. And she yep. did a good job making that clear. She does. I want to thank Miss Jana for that. Um, so let's see here. I'm just going to read the press release. Okay. Kind of bring everybody up to speed. Uh, Mississippi, Parole Bo- Mississippi Parole Board sends notification of murder's release to family of murder victim. Uh, in 2001, James Williams III killed his father, James Williams Jr., and his stepmother, Cindy Lassiter Mangum Williams. Their bodies were found a week later near Shallow Park in Brandon. In 2005, James Williams III was convicted of both murders and was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences with no possibility of parole. However, on April 22, 2021, the U.S. Supreme Court passed a ruling that people under the age of 18 would not be allowed a life sentence without the possibility of parole. With this Supreme Court decision... The families are now required, and talk about punishment, the families are now required to go to the parole board every year to keep a convicted murderer in prison. In the subsequent years, the family 
and Mother's Friends have voiced disagreement with James Williams' third release, either by letters or in person in front of the parole board. During these face-to-face meetings, the family members were promised Williams would never be paroled. On April 15, 2023, Mrs. Williams' sister, Brenda Rankin, received a letter from the parole board stating that James Williams III will be released for parole around May 16, 2023. Mrs. Williams' family did not receive notification of a hearing for the parole for the parole hearing. Therefore, no family members appeared before the parole board to protest his release. Mrs. Williams' family vehemently disagrees with the murderer's release. James William III's motivation for killing his father and stepmother was for financial gain. He presumed by killing them he would inherit $850,000 in life insurance benefits and more. His first attempt to kill his father and stepmother was by poisoning them. When that did not work fast enough, he shot them. Then he put their bodies in a trash bag inside a Rubbermaid container and hid them in a wooded area near Shiloh Park in Brandon, Mississippi. James Williams III is a cold-blooded killer that has never shown an ounce of remorse for the murderers or subsequent devastation that he created for their family, stated, uh, for my family, stated Zeno Mangum, son of Cindy Lassiter Mangum. We are concerned not only for our personal safety, but also for the safety of anyone who may come in, come in contact with this psychopath. Mangum continued, and we don't have much more to go here. That's why I just want to read it all. Yeah. Mangum continued, I am, I am so upset by this whole situation. I mourn the loss of my mother and her husband. She was taken from me when I was only 20 years old. She was not here for my wedding or to have the opportunity to meet my children. They never had the chance to know what a wonderful person she was. Our family has suffered her loss for the past 20 years. Mangum said it, it is confusing why he or other family members were not notified of the parole hearing and why the state board that assured the family just a year ago that Williams III would never be released has reversed their decision. Having to go before the parole board every year to keep a person in prison that committed two horrific murderers and received two life sentences is cruel to the victim's family. There are no rights for victims or their families from the cold blood, from this cold-blooded killer. We're asking Mississippi, we're asking the Mississippi Parole Board and any public officials to help keep this murderer in prison where he belongs. If you have any questions, please contact Zeno Mangum. I'll get y'all that, that information. Um, you know what? Uh, Fred Shanks is my representative out there in the Shallow Park area, so I will be reaching out to Fred. I don't know if that makes a difference, but uh, we will definitely be. I will be in contact with my representative. Right. And, you know, I was going to say, I know there are a lot of politically connected people that listen to this show because y'all have told me. And here's the deal. This is shameful. Um, as a matter of fact, when I was writing for the Clarion Ledger, when I was at WLBT, every time I'd have a story where somebody who was let out on parole turned around and did the exact same thing. At the time, there was someone on the parole board that would call me and he never wanted to go on the record. He never wanted to be the one who said it out loud. But he'd be like, well, the thing is, he wasn't actually this. And he'd give all these apologetics for the parole board. But let me tell you something, parole board. And I have friends that are on it. I mean, I, I there are people I respect very much on the parole board. But... This is not a case where you didn't know what this guy was and where the family stood on it. 
if these families are going to have to tear up their own lives and go through incredible emotional trauma every year to come in and say, well, the guy who tried to poison my parents and then actually shot them and then put them in a Rubbermaid container is supposed to be out. And I just want to come back and say that I'm against it. And it's, you know, you have those records from years past. You have that on record so many times. There is no reason that they're not showing up because you didn't tell them should be the reason that now he's going to walk free because guess what? It's not not just that one day he shot his parents in the heat of passion. He tried to poison them, and then he shot them over $850,000. And while maybe that sounds like a lot if you're under 18, we all as adults know that there is no amount of human life that's worth that. No, I didn't I didn't drastically change from 17 to 18 and learning what was wrong and what mm-hmm. was right. I didn't wake up one day at 18 and said, nope, now I know all right in the world. Right. You know, if I was a killer at 17, I would be a killer at 18. I don't know how old he was. It doesn't say in here how old he was when he committed these crimes. It don't matter. Well, and the thing is, too, yes, people have dramatic transformations in prison, and I will not argue that. But the fact is, if he gets to walk free after that, because say there's somebody that says, oh, he's a whole different man now. You know what? Everybody's going to pretend to be a whole different man in prison, and it happens regularly. That is why we hold them accountable for what they did in the moment they did it, not necessarily what they become in the meantime. This is evil incarnate. It is. When when you were that young and you think to poison somebody for insurance, then that ain't working. You say, this ain't going fast enough. Let me get the gat. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, the only thing that would have made this story any worse is if he had dismembered them to put them in the garbage can. Right. And we don't know if that and happened or not. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, not sure if that happened or not. I mean, this is a sick, sick psychopath. Yeah. And you don't go to prison to get better in Mississippi, unfortunately. Right. And if, if Rehabilitation you wanna, ain't an option here. If you want to ask if he's okay to be out, I want you to think about somebody who was deranged enough that they could put their parents, their dead parents that they killed themselves, into a Rubbermaid container. I mean, it just the... the I, the inhumanity of that. And then you send him to prison. And for the last several, however many years, he's been learning new tricks. And I'm not saying, like, I don't know him. I might sit down right now and have a conversation with him and think he's a great guy. But the fact is, again, it comes down to the parole board. People, you knew who he was. You had it on the record how the family felt. Do a little bit of diligence. And, I mean, y'all would tell me to do my research. You would say it's irresponsible for me if I write a story about this without knowing the facts. What are you doing when you turn somebody loose who's been up for parole every year? Meanwhile, I bet you all $300 in my wallet mm-hmm. that there's drug dealers sitting in prison right now oh, yeah. for much longer terms with no, with no chance of parole. Right. You know, but this guy ki- legitimately kills two people. Right. I mean, in a very gruesome way. This wasn't no accident. This wasn't a drunk driving deal. This, uh, it wasn't like he got mad because whatever yeah. and did it in the I mean, this is heat of passion either. Capital murder. Right. I mean, this Premeditated. Premeditated. Planned. Yeah. The whole thing. The whole, yeah. All right. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. We'll stew some more on this. If you want to chime in, 601-879-0002. The Guns of Gear text line, 879, I'm sorry, 769-241-1944. We'll get to some of your texts also on the other side of this break on the Clay Edwards Show with Therese April. Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof to curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, 
edge and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care Mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends at Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. That's right, right there on Lakeland Drive and on Flowood Drive. If you need your home, car, or business windows tinted, give them a call, 601-946-1000. They're using Expel. Try out that ceramic tent, man. It's going to help keep the heat out. It's worth the extra money. Um, They're also... Of course, you know they do auto glass. If you need a windshield or any other glass in your vehicle replaced, Lakeland Glass and Tent. It's in the name. That's their Lakeland Drive location, the OG location right there in Rankin County in Flowood. You can't miss it. If you're going uh, east on Lakeland, it's right there on the right, uh, right, uh, right, not too far after you cross over the bridge there. And did you know they also do vehicle wraps? So if you want to turn yep. your vehicle into a rolling billboard, Lakeland Glass and Tent is the place to do it. And they use Expel uh, vinyl too and that's top of the line it don't get no better than that and then they offer ceramic coating on top of that for an extra added layer of protection right which i highly recommend ceramic coating i'm a big fan of it mm-hmm. uh so check them out lakelandglassandtent.com or 601-946-1000 that's lakeland glass and tent where quality matters tris yes i've got a little more updates here on this post okay these are from several state representatives good good uh, the first one, Chris uh, Kaufman, says, "This is my this is my email to the parole board in regards of the release of James the Third, James Williams the Third. It is an absolute travesty, not just that he is getting released, but now the family was the family. Sorry, but how the family was notified and not given an opportunity to speak." at a parole hearing. Yeah. I have also contacted the Lieutenant Governor's office. Representative Price Wallace has contacted the House leadership and our friend Brad White has contacted the Governor's office. My prayers are with my friend Zeno and his family and here's from Price Wallace who's a buddy of mine and state mm-hmm. representative down that way. I have spoken with Speaker Gunn and have also spoken with Governor Reeves about the situation of parole of the parole of James Williams who was convicted of murder of his father and stepmother. It is a shame that the family was only contacted by a letter that apparently no one has seen. Hopefully the parole board will rescind the parole and Zeno Mangum and his family will have the same peace. I also know that Senator Kaufman Mangum, sorry, Senator Kaufman has been in talks with his contacts on his side of the Capitol to try to get some of the same outcome for the family. This guy should never see the outside of a prison. So, Chris Chris Coffin is, is on the Senate side. Price Wallace is on the House side. Yeah. And they are both working it as high as they can get. Uh, maybe we can raise a little hell, praise a little Dell, you know, get some normies involved here on the Clay Edwards Show to call your state reps. Call Price Wallace. Call Chris Kaufman. Call Fred Shanks. And I only mention Fred's name because the murders happened. Right there. Right yeah. there. You know, in the middle of his district. So let them know. Well, we, we and, don't we don't want this guy back out on the streets. And let me ask this too. And and again, this is not aimed at anyone in particular. But part of the reason that I've lost a lot of faith in politicians is because there are things that are very important. Um, Anthony Fox's situation to be one of them. 
where we have gone to every politician we know and they've all said, yeah, yeah, I'll look into it. I'll take care of it. I'll talk to so-and-so. We're going to do something. This is going to be my personal mission. You know, and, and frankly, I know y'all say that because that's your job is to get votes and whatever. But there are people out there that are actually hurting. And, and the help you can do yourself by actually stepping up to fix a problem rather than just telling everybody you're going to, I mean, it's it's exponential to the hurt that you're doing when you when you don't do what you say you're going to do. And I guess the thing is, I'm coming from a place of kind of humility here when I say I kind of don't believe that politicians do the things that they tell us individually that they're going to do. And I, I need this to be different on these rights for the families of people who are brutally murdered and then their murderers are put back out on the street because of some political reason. You know, if if they didn't get the letter, I mean, there should be checks and balances here. This, this shouldn't be a situation where now we're having to call politicians. The parole board should have done what they did. I mean, I mean, shouldn't have done what they did. The parole board should have have done better. And in addition, if we've got an antiquated system that is sending letters and not doing follow up, if it's not a certified letter, you know, I mean, I, I think that there's a lot of things in place here that are messing up. But politicians, as you talk about how you're going to talk to so and so and you're going to do this and that, I'm asking you step up and please actually do it. And I'm not saying that any of the ones mentioned would not. I'm just saying, please do. Uh, you know, how often do we hear about these people that get out and recommit crimes? Oh, it's all the time. You know, no, I mean, look, I am all for rehabilitation. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Not, not for murder. No, I'm just going to be honest. You know, if 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 it's clear cut case of, of murder like this, mm-hmm. I mean, he was guilty. It ain't no DNA later to find out it wasn't him. This dude did it, right? Rotten right hell. You know, you you can get get your life right with God in in jail, work all that out. When I say rotten right hell, I'm just referring to jail. Stay in, sure, stay yeah. in jail. You know, get your life right. Whatever you can make amends in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. You do not deserve an opportunity. To, to get right out on this side of the walls. Right. And I think it was it was in Texas, and I don't know if it was the 70s, 80s, 90s, but my dad was a prosecutor, and I remember him talking about this. There was a woman named Carla Faye Tucker, and she had been involved in a murder, and I don't know the details of the case, but it came down to she had a, a huge transformation in prison. You know, she became a Christian. She started to preach to the other, you know, um, prisoners. Like, she, by all accounts was not faking. She had had a miraculous transformation. But when the time came, the governor still had to decide to execute her. Um, you know, whenever everybody's begging at the last minute, please don't. She's a different person now. He had to decide, no, she still needs to be executed. And it's not because she's not a good person now. The fact is, these are the laws of our land. And if I make an exception for her miraculous transformation, how many others are we going to have to do this for? Because we have now set a precedent. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I mean, I realize there's arguments against, against that if you want to argue against it. There's arguments for it. But if you want to go on logic and rationality, it was probably in some opinions, including mine, the right choice because, you know, that's the situation. She's dying for what she did, right. not for who she's become. Right, exactly. And yeah. unfortunately, there are mistakes that you make that, that set your life on a path forever. Yeah, I, exactly. And I look, at least she knows, you know, if she's right with God, mm-hmm. she got a VIP pass to heaven. Yep. You know, if she's not, she didn't. You know, you, you you can't set the president of well, if you kill people and we give you the death penalty. As long as you get in jail and that right, you know, we'll we'll change that. 
Right. Yeah, I'm a supporter of the death penalty if all the evidence and you've exhausted. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of the appeals process. I don't think there should be some fast track to it. Sure. You know, as long as the appeals have run out and the legal system ran its course, whatever. But you still got that. You still got that death penalty waiting on you. Yeah. Once you know, some things are just too egregious. Families need their uh, their closure. Right. And to kind of bring it back home to this situation, I mean, this guy. There's no reason. He yeah. should be paroled. Yeah. You know, to the one you were just talking about, the other one in Texas there, the Carl Array. Mm-hmm. You, you make an example out of her. Yeah, unfortunately. It, you know, yeah. and, and you show people like, it doesn't, we don't play here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how good of a citizen you become afterwards. You, 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 you F around, you mm-hmm. find out mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think the thing is, when I said that about you make decisions that set your life I mean, that's everything from like having a child mm-hmm. to starting a business to, you Dropping know, out of school. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not judging the fact that this happens. I know people who have killed people and, you know, I we're all sinners in our own right. But the fact is, when Jesus said render unto Caesar, he was talking about the fact that God set up a government for a reason mm-hmm. and, and we're to follow those rules. Although, I mean, you know, of course, that leads to a whole nother philosophical discussion that we can skip. But the the fact is, this guy, he killed his parents in cold blood and put their bodies in a Rubbermaid container. And nobody told his family he's up for parole after he's been up for parole a hundred times. And they didn't show up and the parole board set him free. Can we trust our parole board if they're just going to set people free just because the family doesn't know about the hearing? And the parole board, these people are appointed these positions by the governor, correct? I think mm, that's how that works. I'm not sure how that works, but I think it is. Yep. Yeah. So Tate Reeves, we're looking at you. Where's that? Where's our Anthony Fox pardon? And why are killers being put out back out on the street? Breaking rules when necessary. All right, so we've hit Jackson Track. And we're saving something good for the second hour, guys, uh, like a, a little investigative reporting type sure. stuff that I think y'all are going to find pretty interesting and probably going to piss you off a little bit. Probably so. Uh, about a, a, a two-time convicted murderer getting out for right. some for some murders that happened right there at Shallow Park in Brandon. Another failure by the parole board, it looks like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I live a block away from Shallow Park. Right. So that already, I, look, I know it was 20 years ago. But uh, that already creeps me out a little bit, <laughs> thinking that dead bodies were found in barrels a block from my house in, mm-hmm. in God's country. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> so we're going to talk about that without giving away too much. So that's going to be the second hour, third hour. I mean, not third hour, right now. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little relationship stuff. Okay. Yeah, we were just having a good off-air conversation. Well, let's let's quasi bring that on air without names. Sure. Absolutely. What? What do you? You're. you're you're in the dating world. Yes. I'm in the dating world. Yes. Um, a problem that I'm running into is old flames, hers or mine or whoever's. Right. Multiple old flames uh, rearing their head and, and and trying to cause trouble, whether it's uh, a guy sitting four in the morning yeah. uh, Snapchats or it's a bartender in town um, making – Really, really awkward situation. More awkward than they I have to be. I don't believe she's a bartender anymore, which is the good thing. I did but. get that news. She's no longer yes. a bartender. You know, it's like, and and, and, the, the, and these things are both. And I get the bigger question here. Yeah, these things are both out of each other's hands. Right, like you can't control somebody who's acting like a total psycho towards you. Yeah, and <clears throat> like, it, but but how do you? 
approach that? I mean, do you just have to tune the person up? Like, hey, leave me alone. I think if it gets extreme, obviously there are legal things you can do. I mean, yeah. you know, you can file a restraining order or cyber harassment or things like that. Um, but I want to say, too, because, I mean, it, it needs to be said, Ashley Banfield is one of my favorite national journalists. And I've been on her show a bunch, and I met her in person, and she remembered me. So, oh, my gosh, you know how that is when a celebrity remembers you. Yeah, I remember you telling about this. Yeah, so I love Ashley Banfield. And at one point, I was somewhere with um, another group of journalists who were kind of from all over the, the place um, because of a national story that had come to Mississippi. And I said something to somebody. They were talking about something. I said, oh, do you know Ashley Banfield? And he was like, no, but my buddy does. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's my favorite. And he's like, well, <laughs> you know, when she was at a local market, you know, she and my buddy kind of. <laughs> huh. And I was like, are you kidding me? And he was like, yeah, he said she's wild. I was like, all right, so how long ago do you think that local market was? 10, 12 and, years ago. I mean, maybe 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, it's like you're looking at a woman who has built this fabulous career. She's established herself as, as one of the, you know, top journalist in the country, whether you watch her all the time or not. And and the fact is, some dude somewhere is still bragging about, oh, yeah, I had a fling with that one. And you know why? Probably because she's famous. And what I think, Clay, in a situation like we're discussing when it comes to your visibility or my visibility or the fact that people know our names sometimes outside of our friend groups, I think sometimes these people who are, you know, who the relationship did not work out with, um, I think they're just name dropping. I think they're just grabbing for attention on your coattails. And unfortunately, they have a little bit of a platform to do it because they can make it all salacious like that. And yeah. it's trashy. And I, that was kind of what I chalked it up to. I was like, you know, I said, I don't know why this girl is acting like this. I said, I think it's kind of got to do with, you know, we, we had a fling in the 2000s. Yeah, like 13 and, years ago or something. Yeah, and I was just a, <laughs> I was just a, a just another guy. You know, nothing right. wrong with that. I mean, yeah. I'm just a or whatever, bartender, that kind of deal. And, you know, you fast forward 13, 14 years, just in a different place in my life. Right. And I think that it, maybe she's mad that she doesn't have the opportunity to do that now. Sure. You know, does yeah, that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't, it sounds arrogant to say it like that, but I don't know any other way to articulate it. Yeah. You know, then that, that's got to be the, um, she definitely wouldn't be the choice now. No, 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 yeah. no, she's not. She, if, if 26 letters in the alphabet, mm-hmm. she ain't one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. So, but that, but that's life. And I ain't even mad. I did, but it just, it gets to a point where it's disrespectful. Yeah. And I think to me, when it comes to those situations, you know, I had a youth pastor a hundred years ago, of course, when I was like in junior high or high school that said, don't date somebody you wouldn't marry. And of course, through my life, I have mocked that. I have, you know, whatever like that. Like, I mean, how do I know if I'd marry him? You know, that kind of thing. But I think there is something to that. Now, as an adult years back, if I had a teenager, I would be telling them, don't date somebody you wouldn't marry. And this is why. Not the whole, like, you might fall in love and get your heart broken. But like, this is why. If you don't have the respect for them, if there's not that, you know, I can trust myself with this person through thick and thin forever, you know, what that means is, also, if it doesn't work out, guess what? They're probably not going to spread your garbage everywhere. And that's well, a Jackson joke, too, I guess. <laughs> well, and, and, and here's the thing is I've got you have to have lived some life to, oh, yeah. to understand what I'm about to say. And I know you have, Therese. Mm-hmm. As you get older and, you know, and you party a lot and you have multiple partners and this and that, and you date a bunch of people, however you want to say it. Right. You're going to end up in really awkward situations um, where your buddy may now be married to that girl 
Yeah. And you're at the house, and it's just going to be awkward. It ain't got to be necessarily, but there's always going to be that. Right. That little weird thing, or maybe you're not getting invited to your buddy's house because he ended up marrying one of your flings or exes Mm -hmm. or whatever, and it's just small towns, and don't make no mistake, any of these towns around here are small. Well, and the thing is, this state is small, and I'll tell my worst story. Not not my worst, worst story, but it's a funny story. Um, back in 2014, the guy that I had dated for a while, um, and I found out later he was dating another girl the whole time. Well, he married her without telling me, and it was very traumatic. So on you know, in the same week that I found out that he had gotten married and he had not told me, um, I went to the bar with my girlfriends. And, of course, the whole thing was just feeding me shots all night long. Well, there's an attractive guy sitting at the bar, and I am not somebody who goes up to, to men. You know, I, I let them come to me. So I wander over there. I start talking to him. I end up sitting in his lap taking all these pictures. He tells me his job that I won't put out there because it narrows it down a lot. And I was like, no way. You're too young and hot to be that. And anyway, made a real donkey out of myself. And then later on, I had to call him about a story. And so I was like, I mean, we're talking about like a year later, I I had to call him. And at some point I said, look, this is really embarrassing. I don't know if you remember. And he was like, I remember exactly who you are. And he had been laughing at me the whole time because here I am trying to be professional and talk to him like a professional. And he's just remembering the dumb drunk that was sitting in his lap. In all fairness, I had a reason, you know, that I was acting like that, but it, it was ugly. And, and, no, never again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's just you, you'll have that on big jobs. Yeah, <laughs> you have that on big jobs. My buddy Josh Gilder used to would say that. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for hour one. We got a whole another hour to go with my friend and yours, Trez Apel on Dark Horse Press. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. And rules when necessary. Hey guys, tonight for dinner, why don't you break some rules and go out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's right there at Phantom Mart. Ooh, we ate there the last Riz. night. It was, was it so good? good. Yeah. Or night before last, one way or the other. It was Either really way. good. They open daily at four right there in Phantom Mart. They got 12 different frozen daiquiris. On, no, I'm sorry, nine different frozen daiquiris on tap, 12 different specialty pizzas, or you can just build your own. Or if you're confused about which specialty pizza you want to try, I think this is great. The Willa Flavor. You can try up to three different specialty pizzas on one pie and decide if that's the one for you or not. Right. And uh, that's how I discovered that the pig, pig, pig is was, your favorite. was my favorite. And, and, uh, and what's funny is just listening to you say it always makes me laugh. Pig, pig, pig. Pig, pig, pig. Pig, pig, pig. Mr. Piggy. Mr. Piggy. That's me. Um, But yeah, check it out, man. But hey, look, so much more than just pizza. You know, we all got kids that uh, may or may not like pizza. Mm-hmm. Get them a hamburger. Good fries. They got this new kind of like loaded nacho concoction, but it's on French fries. Yes, yeah. I saw that the other day. That looks really, good, really good. Chips, good stuff. 
Chip is good at creating different kind of bar foods. Right. And, I mean, he has done a great job. There's, I mean, you could go there six different times and pick six different things, and they're all good. Yeah, and they'll customize stuff for you, too. They're they're creative. You got an idea? I mean, I don't want to put their feet to the fire here, but within reason, if you got an idea you want to try, they'll they'll probably try it for you if they're not busy. Yep. And uh, don't forget to try out their dynamite balls. They're great. It's cream cheese wrapped in pulled pork which they smoke their own site this ain't no frozen pulled pork mm-hmm. they deep fry it and they drizzle it with some uh, barbecue sauce it's probably i think sweet baby rays but don't hold me to that mm-hmm. either way it's really good give them a try today available for walk-in i mean for dine-in carry out or delivery on all major food delivery apps including locally owned take a break deliveries and if you use you if you use take a break deliveries use all caps promo code clay 601 for five dollars off which pretty much covers your delivery fee Therese, we got about 10 seconds here. We'll be right back at the top of the next hour with a very sad story out of Rankin County coming your way on the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9. Hey, guys. Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601 3529 They offer roof-to-curb service. Blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Time is uh, flying by this morning here on the show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Watkins Construction and Roofing, Central Mississippi's Roof Repair and Replacement Specialist. I always tell you all about my buddy uh, Johnny Casada over there. Johnny uh, celebrated a birthday this weekend, so happy belated birthday to Johnny. Uh, look, man, uh, those hailstorms came through a few weeks ago back-to-back. Some places got hammered twice, and um, look, you need to get your roof checked out. If your car got hail damage, your roof got hail damage. Let them come by. They're going to do a complimentary roof assessment. They're not going to cost you anything. If nothing's wrong with it, great, man. You, you dodged a bullet. If they catch something and you're able to get it fixed before it turns into a bigger problem, guess what? Same thing. You dodged a bullet. They're going to they're work with your insurance company, get everything situated, whether you need a replacement, repair or replacement, Watkins Construction and Roofing is your go-to roof repair specialist. You can shop them online at WatkinsConstructionInc.com or give them a call today, 601-966-8233, 601-966-8233, and uh, get your complimentary roof assessment scheduled today. That's Watkins Construction and Roofing. All right, let's see here, guys. Uh Jacksonians, I rode through Jackson yesterday. Uh, we decided to ride through downtown, ride through Fondren, ride through Northeast Jackson. Rode all the way from downtown up 55, got off there at Highland Village, rode up Ridgewood, down Old Canton, all the way out to the reservoir. Just took a Sunday drive, the literal definition of a Sunday drive. It's a shame. (laughs) 
We were coming across the Silas Brown. Went over to the antique flea market yesterday. Walked around for a couple hours. The only thing I bought at the antique flea market was Mike Lindell's book from Crackhead to CEO. <laughs> of all the things to buy at the antique flea market. I was like, hey, I want that book. $12. Maybe I'll read it one day. And um, we're coming across Silas Brown into Jackson. The water's up. So it's a rather scenic route. You know, my friend was like, where are we going? I've never been down this road. I was like, really? I said, what's about? She's like, this is so pretty. I said, it's about the pretty is about to stop. The pretty is about to stop as we approach the Silas Brown Bridge. And again, you know, if you don't know that it's Jackson, I said, man, this really is nice. If you don't know that it's it's poop water <laughs> coming down the Pearl River. So, oh, man, this is this is really scenic <laughs> until it's not. Man, as soon as you cross the Silas Brown Bridge, I'm talking about the red light there at the Jackson side. It looks like somebody has taken grenades and blown the road up. I don't know what they're doing over there. It, it, it some kind of road work of sort. I don't know. I don't know if it's just where they're dropping off gravel and dirt from other construction projects. It, it do, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't look like anything any contractor should want their name attached to. Or maybe it's just so gone that the city's just got barricades up around. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Back there by the South Warehouse and all that stuff, the AC Delco building. Oh, my goodness. It is like we talk about a third world country. The, I mean, you, you know the old saying, the other side of the tracks? There is no greater uh, analogy to describe this. It's like the other side of the bridge. When you coming from Rankin into Jackson, and when you hit Jackson, it's like, oh, my God. Becky, look at her potholes. Terrible. So anyway, we get on. We had to go around. We had to go the wrong way down the street to avoid the potholes in my car because I'm not in a four wheel drive. Get back around it. We get to State Street there. Ride up. Uh, ride down. Show her all my old nightclubs and all these things. These uh, landmarks in Jackson. Like this is where I did this. This is where I did this. You know, check this out. I used to live here. This is all really cool. A lot of people spend a bunch of money redoing these buildings down here just to have Chalkway and company come in and destroy it. I mean, could you imagine um, owning property over there and putting that putting that money in that just for it to be, I don't want to say it's, it's useless, but boy, have you taken a hit. There's a fellow over there I know that owns a couple of buildings, turned one of them into some apartments, one of them into an event venue. One of them was a nightclub at one point. I mean, owns a, He's vested over there. I I hadn't talked to him in a couple of years. I'd love to have a conversation with him because he ain't never been a fan of these folks. And uh, let's see what he has to say about it. Let's see here. On the Guns and Gear text line, um, Texture says, they just filled that in over there after replacing exploded pipes. But when they filled it in, you see how crappy they left it. I'm telling you, it is dumbfounding how bad it is over there but it's just it just paints the picture of these folks can't do nothing right they they can't do anything right they they just they can't start and finish a project they can't do it 
is mind-boggling. Y'all know when I say mind-boggling, there's really bad words I want to say. That's my filler word. Self-censorship. Paul texts in on the Guns and Gear text line. Funny how Jackson City Council just had a party at the South. Thousands of dollars as the South isn't cheap. They could have used that money to fix the road. That is a great point. And I'd forgotten all about the party that they threw themselves for how great of a job they've done. And a, a city of Jackson employee awards show. I, man, y'all don't stop this right now. I'm calling shenanigans. Get the brooms. Get the brooms. Shenanigans. Ain't us. Look, I'm going to make some people mad here because I know I'm casting a wide net with this, making some assumptions. But I, I would be embarrassed to work for the city of Jackson and have to get up there and accept an award. You talk about lack of self-awareness. Can you imagine coming up on stage in the middle of a garbage crisis where these fools can't even come together to figure out how to get the garbage picked up? They can't keep the water on. Again, exploding pipes aside. We'll give you that one. But what about Even if we give you that, what should I say? What about the mismanagement of the water plant? I ain't giving you that one. I'm giving it to you. Giving you all the credit for screwing it up. And you have the audacity. I mean, they must have found audacity on the discount rack somewhere. It's like, oh, look. Look, Dr. Amari. This is Chakwe talking. Look, Dr. Amari. They got audacity on discount today at Big Lots. I'm going to buy a bunch of it, and we're going to throw ourselves a party tonight in the middle of a garbage crisis. A crisis of incompetency, as Tate Reeves would say. If you, if you ha- ever had any question, for you, you low IQ folks out there, if you ever had any question of what crisis of incompetency looks like, like what is that actually? If you didn't believe the water stuff because you thought that was racisms, the trash debacle is a crisis of incompetency. My goodness. And they're going to throw themselves a party. And if, I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't do nothing else, if you got some free time over the next couple of days, ride down by where I'm talking about and look at the huge piles of dirt, the bombed out road. It is a, I, I may go do some video. I haven't done any ride-around videos in a long time. I may take it back to what started this whole Save Jackson crap and go do some ride-around videos. It is astonishing how bad it is down there. And that's and that's some of the coolest venues in the town. You got Commerce Street right there. It, it's like they, it looks like they ripped all the railroad tracks up too or something, but just piles of dirt. All bombed. I don't know where anybody parks that goes to these events at the South Warehouse and the uh, Railroad District or whatever the old Magoo's Voodoo Lounge Mardi Gras place is called this week. I mean, other than that one parking lot, which don't fit with so many cars based upon the thousands of people you can fit in these venues. What a shame. What a shame. Let's take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for the hour. We've got a whole nother hour to go here on the Cled. We'll show them here till nine this morning on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. That's what I do around here. Sometimes it gets me in trouble. That's what I do everywhere. <laughs> Break rules. 
All right, I'm gonna save y'all reading an ad in this last minute or so of this uh, of this hour. We'll save uh, we'll save that for the next hour. Let's hit some guns and gear text as we get ready to close out the hour. Uh, Tony chimes in and says, uh, "WWT is is right there on that road disaster at Silas Brown. Why aren't they reporting on it? Well, I'm, I'm, you know, they don't report on anything to make this mayor look bad. They just ain't gonna do it. They've even uh, they've even started questioning the city council." Uh, about this whole thing instead of uh the mayor with the road not the road i'm sorry with the garbage fiasco let's see here guns and gear text line reagan can clay i tell you what reagan can too too long i can't read it in the next 20 seconds i got uh the unknown texture says check out that spot where all the strip clubs were on gallatin street it's insane yeah i haven't been back there in a long time <laughs> there's there's nothing back there on west street for clay in, in uh in 2023 but if I ever get back down that way, I will check it out. I'm sure it's terrible. I know that going by there in front of Beatty Street Grocery, back towards the interstate, is horrible. All right, we'll be back after the top of the hour break here in about seven. Let's keep the energy. Let's shift over here to Kansas City, where charges have been filed after a teen shot in the head while trying to pick up siblings at wrong address. Yeah. We're going to play. This is a two about the 84-year-old man? Yep. Yeah. For, I want to bring everybody up to speed, just in case you're not familiar with it. I'll be honest, I was not until last night. Okay. Uh, I just kind of heard something about it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But uh, this is uh, from WLBT. The Kansas City community protesting on Sunday after 16-year-old Ralph Yarl was shot as he was trying to pick up his siblings last week. Police say Yarl accidentally went to the wrong address where he was shot and seriously wounded by the homeowner. Officers arrived at the scene after a neighbor called 911 and took the homeowner immediately into custody. Our heart goes out to the juvenile victim and more than anything to make sure that this child uh, and this child's family knows that there are people working hard, a number of people working hard to make sure there is justice for this person. The homeowner, who has not been identified, was released after 24 hours pending further investigation. The police department says they're waiting to obtain a formal statement from the victim and further forensic evidence. I want everyone to know that I'm listening and I understand the concern that, that we are receiving from the community. The information that we have now, it does not say that, that it's racially motivated. That's still an active investigation. But as a chief of police, I do recognize the racial components of this case. I do recognize and understand they recognize there's racial components of this case. Um, the communities. Y'all remember that part when I start my rant. Concern. Yarl's aunt says her nephew loves music and is a section leader in his marching band. She says his goal is to attend Texas A&M University to study chemical engineering. Civil rights attorneys Lee Merritt and Benjamin Crump are representing the victim and his also remember this his family and demanding swift action. And are calling the shooting horrendous and unjustifiable. As a mother of three children, this enrages me. And protest. Was she trying to say enrages? She said, I think it said enraces me. Enraged. Gathering Sunday outside the home where Yara was shot, demanding justice. He is alive. He is healing. So I just want to tell you, thank you for being here because my nephew is alive. They then pulled out the African drums out in front of this guy's house. I mean, come on, guys. Everything ain't about race. The 84-year-old man. Now, if you want to say that he shot too soon, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's take our break. 
and come back. And I, I want to pick this up because this is just too big of a conversation to squeeze into a minute. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. In rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Before we jump back in, got to tell you guys about my friends out at Battlefield Drag Strip. Hey, look, man, they're doing great things out there. If you are into... Drag racing. Who's not? Now, lefties, we're not talking about that kind of drag racing. This ain't RuPaul's. I've never been to a drag racing sh- thing. But I guess maybe this, this, ain't, this ain't RuPaul's drag race. This is real horsepower. Real horsepower. And it's going down every weekend at Battlefield Drag Strip. Uh, Friday nights is kind of like just open test and tune type stuff. And then on Saturdays, they do the big, big races, man, the big grudge races and stuff of that nature. No prep, prep. They do it all at Battlefield Drag Strip. I'm cruising their Facebook page. I don't see a flyer for a, a current event this weekend, but look, keep up with them at Battlefield Drag Strip on Facebook and battlefielddrag.com. And if you have any uh, questions, you can just hit them up there. And uh, my buddy Garrett that runs the place, uh, yesterday was his birthday. Happy belated birthday to Garrett. All right. Sean. Yeah. Let's unpack. I'll tell you what. Miss Sylvia's on the line. Right. Let's get Miss Sylvia. Hey, Sylvia. Hi, how's it going? I'm enjoying both of you this my excuse me, this morning. Thank I you. just want to be real quick, and then we can go on. I wanted to say that this uh, 84-year-old man is going to be a sacrificial lamb because of the racial tension that's going on. And I hope that his lawyer will be able to uh, just find a way to make sure that this doesn't happen to him. But I did want to say also... That young man, if he were truly picking up his siblings, you would have the correct address to go to. You wouldn't be knocking on a stranger's door. I think that's a lousy a limp, uh, excuse. It's very flimsy as far as I'm concerned. Well, I also said that he was snatching on the door. At least that was the old man's side of the story, that, that he was snatching on the door trying to open it. And I'm like, well, even if... Um, you believe you 100% take the, take it at face value that he was at the wrong house. Why he had clearly never been to that house before, or he would know he was at the wrong house. Why are you trying to snatch on a door of a home you've never been to? See, that's my whole point. I don't believe his excuse. And, uh, I don't believe you would know exactly what address, what house, if you are picking up your siblings. I don't believe that part of the story. And then the last thing I wanted to say, talk about drag racing. All you have to do is be out there on the freeway at night, and it's always <laughs> happening, drag racing. People go by me really fast all the time. So you don't have to go there, but I prefer that you go to where it's legally done. Absolutely. So w- one of these days I'm going to go. But, Don, I appreciate you. 
you just keep on going like you're doing. All Thank right? you. Talk to you all later. Have Thank- a great day. Thanks, Sylvia. Speaking about the drag racing, you know, of course, I live in Bellhaven, close to the Waterworks Curve, and and uh, there's some been some nights where they're not drag racing. And see, I've gotten so used to the drag racing over the year, it kind of puts me to sleep. It does. It's like it just. I'm like, oh, I'm like, and then there are nights that it's not there. I'm like, wait, where's my go to sleep music? You know, growing up over there in South Jackson, right there on the Byram Line, we had Jack's tracks over there, and it um it was on Saturday nights, Friday and Saturday nights, or whatever they do the the circle track, dirt track racing. Right. And man, it will that humming will put you. It'll to sleep. put you to sleep. Yep. It's great. Let's uh, before we jump back in, let's take another call. Hey, hey, call you on there. Um, it's silly. It's so ridiculous. Uh, so you can't get lost in 2023 now. Like you can't get backtracked. You can't get the wrong address. Not with GPS. So I mean, I no. I'm just I saying. Just I'm just saying. Like, if you take the story at face, and I hadn't even given my opinion on it yet, but I'm just saying, if you take the story at face value, I, I've just got a couple questions. Uh, I mean, I have a question of why is a homeowner just shooting out of his door? Now the police just coming to knock on the door. Now believe it, I one hundred percent that was what I was going to say. I told Sean during the break. I don't agree with the guy shooting out the door. I think that was excessive to say the least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what they can charge him with personally. I mean, but I mean, it's kind of it's suspect. <laughs> is what I. Oh yeah, say. it's suspect. Uh, You're right on that. It's definitely suspect. I think you know, Clay and I were talking about this. It's yeah, this is what makes this I'm case. I'm not saying it's racist or anything. Well, because, that, that's I my mean, thing. It's not racist, and, and I, I mean, they're yeah, going to try to make it people, that. But and see that the guy is black, but at the same time, it's uh, it's just kind of you shouldn't have a firearm if you just that frightened and somebody knocking on your door and shooting. Like you have to give a warning. Oh, mm. uh, what are you doing here? Like you got the wrong house. Like. And he Something shot through the glass too. If you he shot through the glass, yeah, it's not Something you know, of that nature to be like to give the person warning that hey, I, I don't know. That, now I disagree. I don't think you got to give the person warning. I mean, if you feel like your life is in danger, I'm you know they're not going to give you a but, warning. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but behind a closed door, and the person isn't just forcibly kicking at the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said he pulled on the door handle, but like. I don't know. No, not yeah, yeah. If, if we're, now in that scenario, yes, I think you know some kind of warning. But I was just saying, generally speaking, you don't have to give somebody warning if you feel like your life is an imminent threat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, again, that's going to come down to a lawyer well, and all it that. Also mm-hmm. depends on the state. I think uh, in Florida, <laughs> Texas, <laughs> Mississippi, probably. Yeah, outside probably of Hines County. <laughs> yeah, but Missouri, I don't know. But it's just it just seems kind of kind of crazy that. You can just shoot through your door and shoot somebody in the head and the arm or shoulder, and mm-hmm. just because you got the wrong address. But according to Miss Sylvia, uh, you would have the right address if you were picking up your siblings, but you might have got the wrong address. Police officers do it all the time when they do no knock warrants. Right. So valid point. All right, brother. All right, have a good one. Right. Let me. I could break this down. Down. Here's what's so difficult. I was telling Clay this during the break. I've had. This is just the, the the easiest way I can put this. I've had several cases over the years when it involves really elderly people. And I'm not talking their 60s. I mean, 80s, right? I mean, we're talking that's someone that's very old. And it, 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 it complicates things. Let's just be real. It just complicates the issue. I had a case where a guy was in his 80s and killed his whole family, you know, and, and it just it just it's a t- those are tough situations when someone's that age. Now, what I would say here, first thing is. Someone is knocking on your door. You cannot shoot them. You cannot shoot someone that is knocking on your door. That's not, you know. Now, 
the, the law is, are you in reasonable fear for your life? Someone's committed a felony on you, breaking your house, that kinds of things. Here, the situation, from what I read, was he shot through the glass of his door there. I mean, and I think that that is a problem. I, that, to me, looks like he committed a felony upon this kid. Though, again, I'm going to go back to the he's 84. That complicates the situation, too. I know people are talking about the racial component, but this man's age is is a problem. It's It's hard to... It's it's hard to know what you know. He's arguing to be like, I was scared. Well, he's eighty four. Eighty four year olds are scared of a lot. I mean, you know, obviously they are. He's eighty four. Yeah, and people say, yeah. well, so I, it's a hard case. It's, I feel I, I wouldn't want to be the one prosecuting. I can tell you that much. I've heard people or I read people say, oh, this one old people don't need guns. Well, I I, I did I, I I I take offense to that because I think the mm. number one the, the demographic who may need a gun more than anybody who can't get down there and potentially roll and grapple and you know fight somebody is definitely going to be you know. A, a, an older person, you know, they're living in a high crime. I don't know. I don't even know what the 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 community. Mm, I don't either. The picture of the house looks like a nice neighborhood. Yeah, an older neighborhood, mind you. But yeah. uh, it, but one picture don't tell the whole story. Well, Clay, you know? if he was our age, right, I, I, he'd be going to jail. Like, let's. I mean, he's you know, that's like he was in his forties. That that's not a good look. But the problem is, like you know, with his argument is like I was because it was like me or you, and some guys knocking on our door. And we're like, man, I was so scared, I shot him. It's going to sound a little bit ridiculous to police. Yeah, well, and but, I say, and the other component is, and maybe this is maybe some lawyers already got in his ear, you know. But they say he was snatching on the door, mm-hmm. trying to get in. Right. And, you right. know, so but that was his story. Though I just hate man. that this is being made. This should not be a race issue. That that's my point in this whole deal. Well, I think Ray, there's a racial component. I think may, the fact that he the kid was black may have that may have been something that scared him. He doesn't see a black people in his neighborhood. Maybe that was something that scared him. That's his yeah. argument. I think there is a racial component to it. Obviously, obviously, even on the other side too. Right on the left side, right. he a, definitely does you know, not need to say he was black and it scared me. Right. I mean, but he's 84. I could see them saying, making yeah. a statement like that. That's why I say that there's always a racial component to things here. And I think that there probably is one on, like I said, on, again, you know, on both sides. But, uh, um, uh, the, the second I read that, um, I mean, if he was a, a white guy do knocking on his door, would he have shot him as easily? I think that's a question we all need to be asking too. Yeah. Well, the devil, when I saw the, the race baiter lawyers and, uh, and Talcum X were involved, <laughs> Sean, now, I'm with it. Clay, you and I are agreement on Ben Crump. Ben Crump shows up at every, shooting Mm -hmm. there is and he you know the minute i see him i do question the case i'm not saying all of them are not valid i do think there's a lot that are but the um but yes he is he is definitely the um he's definitely the tv lawyer of these sorts of cases yeah yeah so i mean i think again we're we're kind of on the same side on this um and one of the things i love about doing this is we get to have real conversations with people um, you have a lot more in common mm-hmm. than than people think. Other than you didn't vote for my president, I didn't vote for your president. I think it makes for a good conversation. Uh, is there an example of at face value if this happened under your watch? Mm-hmm. What would you do? What 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 charge would you get this? Would it be attempted murder? Well, you know it's a. Um I think here they charge him with assault, and be aggravated assault is what yeah. I would charge him with. I could go on another tangent about attempted murder. We didn't have an attempted murder. I think we do now. Is after my time. Yeah. I always say that they, the legislature passed that because it sounds good on TV. Kind of like when we changed the. We didn't. We just used to have murder, but now we've got you know first degree murder and second degree murder. And I feel like people were watching Law and Order and said, "Oh, we need uh you know degrees of murder because everybody every state's got all these degrees of murder." Got before it. before well, we no, just I had murder. So we didn't have no fault divorce until right. Yeah, but, that wasn't right. That was. I don't think that was passed like what, 30, 40 years ago. Maybe. Yeah. Or was it no fault? Or, yeah. There's no. 
actually, there's no ID. Like irreconcilable differences, divorce, right? Yeah, irreconcilable. I know about that. <laughs> I can tell you about that. Yeah, there's one of them that we didn't have here, and uh, Chad King had corrected me on it the other day. He's like, "No, we don't have that in Mississippi. That's what we have this basically hostage situation, you know, yeah. for 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 irreconcilable differences or whatever." Well, I think you know we, we, you can have an irreconcilable difference divorce, and then there's fault based or ground divorces. Mm-hmm. But like other states, like Alabama, I don't think I think you could just get a divorce. Yeah, I believe that's right. Yeah, if I can do it, if I can get married at a drive through, I should be able to get divorced at one. Yeah, I think that I don't know why you you need a ground. I never understood that why you you need just like hey look we want to get divorced we want to get divorced if one party doesn't and the other does. I don't seems, like you anymore. Yeah, that's. I mean, it seems sufficient to me, right? Yeah, I mean, why do you want to force people that don't like each other to be with each other? All right, let's right. take a break real quick, come back, and kind of land the plane on some of these topics for the day. This is The Clay Edwards Show, joined in the studio by Sean Yurtkaran, and we'll be right back on 103.9 WYEB. Breaking rules when necessary. Thank you all for tuning in to The Clay Edwards Show today. Hey, real quick, man, uh, get out there, see our friends at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center down in Crystal Springs. If you're in the market for a ten to fifteen thousand dollar car, they got you taken care of. You can also donate your vehicle to them. They're a five hundred one c three, and uh, you get the tax write off for whatever they sell the vehicle for. So it may uh, running or not, it may only be worth a thousand, two thousand dollars if you sell it. But if they get it, they recon it, clean it up, get it you know to nice, good running, dependable order. They sell it for five thousand. You get that tax write off for five thousand bucks or whatever the number may be. Uh, take advantage of it. You can shop them online at mercyhouseautocenter.com. And also, if uh, you're looking for something a little more expensive, a newer truck on the pre-owned side, come see me over at Ellis Autoplex. We've got a array of F-150s available, as well as some other stuff, a couple F-250s, uh, ranging anywhere from about 17000 on up to uh, about $56,000 for the F-250 that we got there. So got a little something for everybody at Ellis Autoplex. You can shop us online at ellisautoplex.com. Sean, man, we got some great texts today. Yeah. Guys, I, I absolutely hate that these texts are going to go to waste today. I'll probably end up replying to every one of these individually because y'all were just on fire today. Uh, the callers, y'all blew it up. Sean, I got a question here from David on the text line. Yeah. Maybe you can answer it real quick. What's the Mississippi law on squatters' rights, or does that exist in Mississippi? Are you familiar with this? Uh, not really. I'm, I, that's not in my wheelhouse. I know that there's a thing, a principal law called adverse possession, mm-hmm. which is something needs to be open, notorious, and adverse to the owner. And I believe that process takes seven years. I'd have to. I'll look that up for next time, though. All right, and uh, I'm just going to read this here real quick. It seems like a good text. It said the decades of demonizing, demonizing black men, and also a black men fit into those stereotypes, unfortunately. But that still gives no one despite their age, the right to shoot someone through the door, which provides a barrier between you and the potential threat. Call the police, but until the person breaks down the door or brandishes a weapon or defaced your vehicle or something of your property, how can you legally justify being in fear for your life? Yeah, that's tough. That's that's what I was saying. That's what's tough about that case, man. I mean, he shot him through the glass there. He's on the porch. Uh, legally, he looks like he's he's properly could be charged with this crime and properly convicted. Um, of course, you know he's going to have counter arguments that he was in fear for his life, yeah. and you know, of course his age I think would be taken into account. But yeah, it's a bad boat. You know, it's a bad boat for him for the eighty four year old man and for the young man. Of course, obviously the worst boat. The poor guy was shot, and uh, sure, you yeah. know, it's uh, it's a bad. It's a it's a man. It's look. This is real life. Real people. These situations happen that are just tough situations. It's not. It's so easy. Like I prosecute this one guy that killed a bunch of people, and it's so easy when it's cut and dry like that. It's that guy that's a big killer, and you you know. Yeah, but easy to do. Yeah. No questions. All right, look, guys, we got to take a break. This does not appear to be another Trayvon Martin incident, so we can squash that. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I will see y'all tomorrow, right here, same time, same place. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at seven a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show. Does- All right.
Now we're going to shift gears. The attorney in Jackson that um, got arrested for shooting some bad guys in his house uh, bonded out yesterday. Two felony charges of aggravated assault. $75,000 bond. What's his name? Uh, Bradley. Where did his name go here? Bradley Wellborn. And I got a text from somebody last night. And I'd heard this too from some JPD sources. I'm going to read this to you. It says, uh, your version of the lawyer story isn't correct. The bullet holes were aimed up into a, into a loft. The dude was hiding. He just unloaded on where they were hiding at. Doesn't make it any better. The dude wasn't attacked. I don't know if I quite, I, I guess what I'm saying is that the people never tried to attack him. Bro, I, I don't care. I mean, you got some bad guys in the house. You know, you don't know. They don't have to have a weapon. In my opinion, of course, I'm, apparently I'm just all kind of wrong today. But in my opinion, if you're in my house, on my property, and I feel threatened, maybe I think you can just whoop my butt, and I don't want a butt whooping. Maybe you're a trained MMA killer. And I don't want to. Re- I don't want to get choked out. Maybe you're a jiu-jitsu Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert. Hoist Gracie taught at Gracie South jiu-jitsu and kickboxing. And I don't want my butt kicked. I don't want to get choked out. You know, I ain't gonna try to find out. What am I not gonna do? I'm not gonna f around and I'm not gonna find out I'm, and wait to find out. I'm a eradicate the threat. So is that that's against the law? Up in my crib. So make it make sense. Make it make sense. What about the castle doctrine? Does the other person have to be armed for me to fight back? Or me or me to have extra force? You know, I tell you what, uh free plug for what is it, USCCA, whatever, the firearms insurance stuff? Be a good time to have it. But I guess when you're a lawyer, you uh, you can defend yourself, I reckon. I, don't, I just got a problem with that, man. But apparently I got a lot of problem with a lot of things. I probably sound like a big hypocrite today. <laughs> very pro-gun. Very pro-gun. Very pro-people having guns and being able to use them. Legally. Let's see here. Steven says on the Guns of Gear text line, they rolled the dice when they opened my door. The lock is for their protection, not mine. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. Uh, Sean texts in. Y'all are blowing it up this morning on the text line. I'm having a hard time keeping up with all of them. You know, Sean Yorktron, who was in the show with me, who was on the show with me yesterday discussing this very matter, you know, former a former attorney, former practicing attorney, still an attorney says he would still be in his legal right if he had reasonable fear that they were going to commit a felony on him and his property. And I'm just telling you, you look at the two people. And I'm going to stereotype a little bit here. I'm going to do some profiling. They looked like they were strung out on meth. One of them got purple hair and a white dude looking like a, a beanstalk with a Chicago Bulls jersey on looking strung out on meth. 
is the other one. They, they look like they ain't not going to make good decisions, which automatically gives me the right to be in fear of my bodily harm. I, you know, I just find it weird that we're in Mississippi and we're having these kind of debates about guns. Borderline disappointing. Thank you, Sean, for the text for, uh, from the legal perspective. Go back here. Chase says, they can't make it make sense. If anybody's in my house, I'm shooting first, dealing with the consequences later. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, you, that, isn't that what they train you? If you pull your gun out, be ready to use it. You know, that's what we were talking about yesterday. Like, I don't want to have to quiz the guys if I catch some bad guys in my house. Well, I mean, now look, are y'all here to hurt me or do you just want my stuff? Well, they're breaking the law already. I don't know if I want to believe them. If they say, no, Clay, man, you're good. Man, we just want to steal your stuff. And then we want to eliminate the uh, witnesses. <laughs> uh, sh- unknown texture here. Hey, shout out to Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu. Who took my daughters last night, and they loved it. We are now a Jiu-Jitsu family. Man, that is great. I hope you told them you heard it here on the show. All right. Great text. So far this morning, let's let's end with one more on the uh, school shooting stuff. No, I mean not school shooting, school guns, school BB gun stuff. Uh, PD should have taken the BB gun to the police department and had the parents pick it up after the school. After school, nothing more. As far as the one on the lady that called in, her son, who wasn't involved in it, wasn't pointing at none of that, whose vehicle only got searched because it was somehow in the video finding a BB gun in his and coming and suspending him and arresting him and putting him in handcuffs, bro, that is extreme. And look, nobody, nobody on these airwaves can say they support law enforcement more than Clay Edwards. And I know cops don't create the laws, they enforce the laws on the books. But that don't mean I have to agree with all those laws. And I, I think this is Silly. Silly. I want to play something here. We got to we got to shift gears a little bit. I don't want this to get too old without being able to talk about it. Uh, great work by CJ Lamasters over at WLBT. Um, apparently James Davis, police chief. I told y'all, told y'all a few weeks ago that I'd heard a rumor that he may be uh, suspended or being close to getting replaced, administrative leave, uh, something like that, due to something. But apparently he just bold-faced, blatantly lied to the city council about crime stats in Jackson. Shocker, I know. Said they were down 30%. Um, Missed the the mark by a little bit. I'm going to let CJ tell you all the rest. This is from WLBT. Questions of safety and transparency emerging yet again from the Jackson Police Department. And once again, a three-on-your-side investigation finds the city's top cop misled the city council and the public about how safe Jackson actually is. Investigative reporter C.J. LeMaster joins us now with a story you'll only see here on WLBT. C.J.? Well, Courtney Ann, you may remember Police Chief James Davis saying during an ad hoc meeting back in January that Jackson's overall crime dropped nearly 30% versus the year, uh, excuse me, 30% last year versus the year before. At the time, we questioned whether that was accurate because we couldn't see the data backing up what Davis said. Hey, look, real quick, I ain't got to see the data. I watch the news. I read Dark Horse Press and Jackson Jambalaya and post stuff to save Jackson. I can tell you, 
That wasn't true. Well, now we have that data and can say the biggest claim Chief Davis made to the council was wrong. Weeks after Davis told council members those numbers, the first tangible crime stats revealed to the public in years, we got back the raw data used by JPD's major investigations division to put all that together. Those individual crime categories, aggravated assault decreasing 34%, for example, were all accurate based on the crimes listed on that chart. But the biggest number Davis touted, a 29% drop in overall crime, is dead wrong. Someone in the department added percentages together instead of compiling the statistics correctly. When we got the raw data, we calculated that overall crime number two, and you see it on your screen, it was 11.7% drop, not 30%. Uh, frankly, I question that. I, I really, that's crimes reported. You know what I mean? Like, because when 911, a joke in your town, takes two hours to get to a call or puts you on hold and don't answer the call, those crimes don't get reported. I had several doubts, but the only thing we can do is ask the questions and leave it up to him to tell the truth. Uh, and, you know, look, giving a, a a not factual statement to the legislative branch who holds the purse strings of the city does not help any director. It does not help the chief because you're painting a good picture. It's incumbent upon the leadership to be as honest as they can, to be factual as they can, so that uh, leaders that are elected can do what they need to do. Now, this isn't the first time JPD has misrepresented its own crime statistics to the public. Our investigation four years ago revealed the department put out inaccurate, lower statistics on multiple occasions, and only when those numbers were released to the public. Those lower numbers made it appear overall crime dropped years ago when it actually went up. All right, we got to stop it there, take a break real quick. Shocker. Somebody in Jackson politics lied about something. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. There you. All right, guys. I want to thank everybody for chiming in today. Been a uh, been a good show. And look, one thing that you'll know if you listen to this show long enough, if you're new here, stay tuned. If you weren't, if if I didn't make you mad today, your time's coming. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity aggravator. I, I I will eventually make you disagree with me about something. It's not intentional. But I'm a weird dude. I have my quirks. There's things that I just can't rationalize making enough sense in my brain sometimes that uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to upset some folks. And uh, sometimes it's going to be sensitive topics. But one thing you're always going to get from me is the truth. And even with that, sometimes I understand that I can look like a hypocrite. I can think one way about something. And common sense would say, well, if he thinks that about this, he obviously has to think this about this. And that just won't be the case with me. Like, I can sit right here and say, 18-year-old kid at school making a bad decision with a BB gun, he ain't, his brain ain't fully developed yet, he's making a bad decision. Meanwhile, I can say, a 17-year-old that killed two people 20 years ago should spend the rest of his life in prison. No parole. Unfortunately, that ain't the case. He's getting out. Unless we change something. Two things that can be similar in the age and the underdeveloped brain can have two different outcomes. And I can agree that they shouldn't be the same. But I say all that to say, thank you all for chiming in. It's okay to disagree with me. I like it. I like having my beliefs challenged. I don't, I don't like echo chambers. So, all right, I will see you all back tomorrow to close out the week. Going to be a heck of a show. ClayEdwardsShow.com. Podcast will be available. Hey, guys. Clay Edwards here. 
I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway and sidewalk pressure washing if grass is growing you need rc lawn care mowing again 601-502-3529 richard coley at rc lawn care proud sponsor of the clay edwards show podcast i can hear okay yep i wanted to uh, i heard something yesterday cut the radio off okay all right i heard something i heard when it, there. I heard something yesterday, and went there. I think that radio don't. You 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 saying you're good? I can hear you. Just your head. I heard something yesterday. Uh, I was interested in. They're putting this, these vaccine in our food. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, well, I don't know if they're putting it in our food here in America yet, but in China they are, in fact, uh, putting mRNA in uh, in cows, and I don't know if it's into the meat yet, but they're putting it into the milk. I I, I have heard that, and um, that look, that's why we 100% here at this show support Stonington Farm beef and uh, all grass-fed, locally sourced, no hormones, no antibiotics, none of that nonsense. Uh, you know, you got to pay a little more, but you get the you get the assurance that there's none of that nonsense in your food. I agree with you. I just wanted somebody to back up and oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, man, it's that's it's scary. It's very scary. Have a good one. Yeah, man. Hey, look, that's real talk, there, man. They're they're putting mRNA in the foods. That ain't that ain't a conspiracy theory. You know, I try not to dive too deep into crazy wonky stuff. There's enough real stuff to cover, but that's real. They are putting mRNA in the food over in China. And you don't think for one second they won't do it here? Now, I did see, so they've ended the COVID emergency. And vaccine folks that are staying on top of this stuff, maybe y'all can call in and text into the Guns of Your Text line and let me know. But with the ending of the COVID emergency, that means they can't give out the mRNA vaccine anymore, right? Because it was experimental. I, I want to say I heard something along those lines. I ain't getting the vaccine. Hadn't got it, ain't got, a step, ain't got step one, not even one time. Just like some of y'all voted for Obama once. Some of y'all got the first vaccine but didn't get the rest. I ain't done either. Not once, not even one time. And won't be. You know, and like, I don't want to turn this into a vaccine show. If frankly, I, I've just two years of it, I've had enough. But all you need to know about that vaccine is this. If you decided today, a new strand of COVID came around, like Omicron or Delta or whatever the next strand of it was. If it came along today and you're like, you know what, I, I, I want to go ahead and get vaccinated against this one. Against this one, It's looking pretty rough. It's looking like it's hitting 45-year-old white guys that weigh 259 pounds with a beard and brown hair and tattoos a little harder than everybody else. Maybe I need to get protected against this one, just pretending it even worked. I couldn't without going back and starting at number one and then getting all the other boosters in between. So you'd have to get like seven damn COVID shots to get to the current one. Well, I don't have to go get 
every flu shot for the last five years. If I want to get a flu shot this year, which I don't do that either. That should tell you all you need to know about the sequencing and how all these vaccines work together to do whatever it is they're going to do. Not for not today, Satan. No, sir. Clay Edwards will not be getting the uh, F round of found out championship because he got the mRNA vaccine. But that's just me. You do what you want to do. You do what you want to do. Well, I will say this. My my friend got, uh, got sick the other day, and she was like, I wish I had just taken the dang vaccine, thought she had COVID. And I was like, I looked at her like, ugh, ugh, what? What? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Now, don't even kid around about it. Like, I learned right there where the line in the sand is about things you can kid about and things you can't. Because real talk, I'm not even going to date anybody that's vaccinated. Like some people are checking STD cards. I need to know if you've been vaxxed. Because I don't know that I want to be a part of that. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. 103.9 WYAB. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9. W-Y-A-B.